Well, hello, boys and girls, and welcome to the podcast about action figures. But you know, it's a little bit edgier. You might even say it's a little bit extreme. And I know something about extreme because I'm the franchise Shane Douglas. Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast, the gold standard. Tune in or get your, you know what, franchise. Now cut the music. To the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast, I am your fucking host, Will (laughs) the Thrill. And I am your other host, Joe Static. And we're here. We're back. In case you missed us, we're back. We are back, and we are back for good, baby. I am in my new home, and we are going to have weekly episodic podcast episodes for all our listeners, all our social media followers. And Joe, you know you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SQD Circle AFP. If you're new to the podcast, thanks for joining us, man. You know what? Uh, I haven't said this in a while, but uh, I want to SQD your AFP if I can. Oh, yeah. SQD Circle, my AFP. Yeah. Any day was- of the week. <laughs> Woo! So how's it going, man? How's the new office? I see, I see it in the uh, in the little video we have here. Yeah, Looks we're going to... sick. It's pretty sick. It's coming along. I just got two new cases, man. And, you know, it's always a reorganization because now you got another wrestling case. So I have to decide whether or not I want to keep wrestling all on one side and other IPs on the, on the other side, which I think I'm going to do just for the sake of the YouTube live streams, the YouTube videos and such. So I have to do a massive reorganization. I had my... Hasbro's in a detolf. I think they're going to be pulled out of the detolf. I'm going to put them in the the new wrestling case. I just need more room for them. You know, it's such an expansive line. It's such a historical wrestling figure line that I feel like they need a case like a a, a full shelf in a big case. You know, where I can tier do a tiered display, put some min on cards in there. You know, and it looks doesn't look wonky and it, it looks nice. So I think I'm going to go that route. Yeah, that sounds good. Go with the loose and the carded together. Yeah, I think so. And you, you've seen my displays so far. I'm kind of mixing a little here and there. I don't, you know me, I don't, I hate, 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 hate when I see wrestling figure displays and it's got like a hundred figures in a ring. I, I remember when you told me that. That's why I was thinking when you were setting that up, because I remember you saying that back in the day. You had all these uh, displays with a thousand figures on top of each other. I know. 
Yeah. What the fuck am I just looking at the scans? Like, really? Like, what? I, I just don't understand <laughs> it. Like, I, you know, like, I understand people's space is limited and everything, but I think you should, instead of being a completist, like, pick the guys you like, you know, and, and display them and make them look good and, and put them in poses and stuff if that's what you're into. I, to be honest with you, my girlfriend's better at posing wrestling figures and, and action figures than I am. So <laughs> it looks pretty sick. Yeah, she's doing poses with some really, really great Hush Batman stuff from Metacom Apex and everything. So, yeah, we're just having a ball over here. Again, it's just a lot of work getting into the new home. A lot of work setting up the fig room. You know, I don't even know what I want to call this. A fig cave, a fig room, a fig office. Who the hell knows, man? I just call it your office. Yeah. I think think that sounds fine. It's the office, baby. You step in, you don't never know. You never know what you're going to see. It locks as soon as you go in. Yeah, it locks. (laughs) <laughs> you don't even know if you're going to go out. <laughs> you may pass out from the smell of plastic in this room because I almost do. I got to fucking have an air purifier in here, baby. I walk in here. It smells like fucking China 2.0. <laughs> the factories. That's what it looked like from the outside. I know. Imagine uh, I'm already getting high from the fumes being in here. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Well, you know. It's been a roller coaster ride, so we're back on the podcast. So again, thanks to all our listeners who are tuning into the reintroduction of our podcast, and thanks to all the listeners who have stuck with us since the beginning. We had that awesome 2,000 follower giveaway on Instagram, so shout out to all the people that won there. Dude, we had about 300 plus entries for nice. that giveaway. Yeah. It boosted up a little bit. We're nearly at 2,500 followers now. So we're going to do a 2,500 follower giveaway, baby. We're going to do a smaller giveaway. Stay tuned on Instagram. Joe, you know you run the Twitter, at SQDCircleAFP. So any of our Twitter followers that want to participate on that Instagram giveaway, just head over to the Instagram page, guys. Even if you don't use it, just enter, and we will do a 2,500 follower giveaway. It will not be a huge giveaway. It will be something you know, smaller, but it'll be a good figure. You know, we don't give away shit here at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, if you look at our, uh, if you look at the track record, uh, the giveaways have always been pretty crazy. So you're not, you're not going to get, yeah, like you said, you're not going to get shit here. No, no, you're not. Like, maybe I'll print a card of me in my naked Shawn Michaels, <laughs> one of a thousand, <laughs> one of 500 uh, Jericho posts or something like that. And then I'll sign it for you all. Maybe we'll do that sooner or later, yeah, you know? Yeah, do, do a couple signatures. I'm trying to think. No, I don't think there's a way to get get your uh, penis to sign. No, uh, no, gonna that's going to be sloppy, yeah, I think. Yeah, you know? it's going to be super it's, sloppy. It's a very large thing to deal with, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe 3,000 will do that. Maybe 3,000. Maybe it has to be a big one like 5,000. But we're getting there. So thanks to all of you who continue to support us. Again, <laughs> we don't buy likes here. We're doing this organically. Nope. Nope. We're not like other people out there on the social media. We don't buy likes. We're never going to fucking buy likes. And they're like, I just set that. up my page and I went from 200 to 15,000 in a week. And that's normal, I think, right? They did that on their own? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, th- I think they did that on their own and uh, had people actually interested in their stuff. But hey, look, we, kind of, we try to keep it fresh. We kind of try to keep it exciting. Again, we're going to build the content. So bear with us. I know I say that all the time. I'm like a broken record. We're going to build the content. But we are. And we're, we're super passionate about this. And we got a lot of stuff going on because I'm headed out to Dynamite. We recorded on a Wednesday. I'm going to Philly. I know this past weekend, I had an event, Legends of the Ring, over here in Jersey. And then you also had an event, the Wayne Toy Show, up in North New Jersey. So yeah, man, where do you want to begin? 
Uh, I guess I could do a, a you know a brief. The Wayne Toy Show was pretty. Uh, it was it was decent. You know, I, I sold a bunch of stuff. You know, the usual. I did my rounds. Uh, not too many wrestling figures. Oh, you know, it's the same same old, same old, same old elites priced high uh, that you can get in stores that no one's going to buy. That kind of deal. Did a couple. I'm trying to think if I seen anything rare. They somebody had the uh, Survivor Series Hogan, which is kind of cool. That's the probably the newest, coolest thing I've seen there. Everything else was pretty old, you know, the basic LJNs, the basic stuff. The only thing I got there was the uh, new uh, NECA Turtles uh, Punk Frogs 2-pack, which is cool. And I got the uh, Warlord Elite. So those are my two purchases there. Nice. And we don't have to do a therapy session with Joe. He didn't sell off his entire wrestling collection yet. (laughs) Not yet. Not yet, but... We're good with that. I'm glad to hear that you made some sales. I'm glad to hear that the pulse is still out there. The demand is still out there for these wrestling figure items. I do have a question for you, Joe. You know, I've been doing a lot of fig cuts. I've been finding a lot of figures, especially Mattel elites. I mean, the stores, at least by me, are pretty flooded with them. Do you think the secondary market, do you think people are selling this stuff on the secondary market as they once were? Or do you think it's it's kind of, uh, I don't know, tapering down a little bit? I mean, you just said the same old elites. They're holding on to them. They didn't sell. Do you think they're going to be more deterred from getting them in the future if we see this stock and this this supply uh, issues kind of resolved? Or what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, if the stock issues, supply issues resolve for sure. But wrestling figures, like I was telling my friend Mike on uh, Saturdays, past Saturday at the show, wrestling figures are tricky to sell because you could buy up all the new elites from Target. You can go to the toy show and you can't even give them away. That's what I was trying to explain on Saturday. Like, even if you wanted to sell the new Elise, you definitely have to find the right buyer, but they're trying to buy retail. They don't want to go above retail at the show. They'll check eBay. They'll check everything else to not buy it at the table. So everybody in the room I was in with the Elites, I don't think anybody sold one Elite. You know, like like I said, you can't even give them away, which is crazy. Yeah. They won't even buy them for five bucks, probably. No, and it's because it's becoming more available, the supply chain issues are getting better, whether that be through actual retailers or because Mattel has increased production. But all I know is I've seen that as well. I've seen people at shows or even in shops, are they're holding on to figures because you can find them at retail if they are selling it for a premium. So that's, I guess, good to see in one respect. It sucks, I guess, for the seller. Obviously, if this is your business, it's, you know, it's going to hurt you a little bit in the uh, short term, but maybe in the long term, if you keep some of this stuff, I, you know, there could be uh, potential resell value in it down the road. For myself, as I said, I went to Legends of the Ring. This was an APA hotel in Isla, New Jersey. Now there was a ton of people here. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, huh? it was a yeah. Hu- huge, like almost like a big event signing. And big event is also, if you guys aren't familiar with this, a huge, huge autograph signing in New York City, uh, over in the Queens area. I believe by LaGuardia Airport that they held uh, once or twice a year and they have a ton of talent there signing autographs, taking photos, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, they had, uh, I don't know, they had some big names. They had some really, you know, not so big names. So I got to meet Sammy Guevara, which was fantastic. They had a lot of female talent there. They had Aubrey Edwards and Sheeta and Allie. Oh, wow. And they, yeah, they had a lot, a lot of talent. Marty Jannetty was there. He's not in prison? No, no, he was there. I was surprised that he was still alive. Uh, Malachi Black was there. He came late. (laughs) I was gone by by the time he was there. And then he had a lot of independent guys like these, this guy, Manny Lemons, you know, the the, the likes of that, like Dan Housen and shit. And, you know, look, I don't watch his stuff. So I I know Manny Lemons has been on Impact and stuff. I don't know if he's contracted with them. 
but they had a lot of that. They had some ECW wrestlers there for me. ECW was like just incredible, 911, Sapu. So I got them to sign my shirt. But yeah, it was mostly- Does Just Incredible still have that big beer belly? Oh yeah, he's he's in bad shape. The craziest thing about that is when I showed up and 911 was, I, I got him to sign my shirt. He was crying, man. I couldn't believe the big guy was crying because he was looking at some of the autographs on that shirt. He wanted to actually buy it from me. Oh my God. I said, dude, no, I can't, I can't do it. I just, I can't give this thing up. It's just a project of ah, mine. No, no, no way. No way. And, uh, but yeah, he was, he was just remembering like the eliminators and stuff like that. And, you know, I told him I didn't have them. But yeah, so that was it. I mean, it was a big autograph signing. They did have some vendors there for action figures and wrestling collectibles as well. I got to pick up that awesome Brett and Austin Classic Superstars two-pack, the I Quit Match two-pack. That's a solid two-pack. Yeah, that's a really good one. I always wanted that one. It's a good one. You know what's getting difficult for these Classic Superstars two-packs and three-packs? Finding them in in pretty decent condition. And I thought, look, I'm going to pay the market price if the pack is in good condition if the pack isn't in good condition i'm no, there's no way i'm going to pay like the market value for the item so anyway had a great time met sammy again he is wonderful he just takes so much time with you i didn't personally get to hold the tnt title he kind of like put it in between us like he held it but it is a small belt i think people don't realize that but look at the picture on instagram man it's a pretty small they went belt. back to uh they went back to the other tnt title so i guess that was just miro's green and white right yeah i think the white yeah. strapped was miro's and then he went back to That's the black weird. it is a beautiful title though i mean it, again yeah, a, it looks nice a little smaller but it is a beautiful title it's blinged out it, you know it's got the diamonds on it and he's just ecstatic being the champion i can't wait to see him on dynamite again i'm, I'm going today which is wednesday so hopefully it's a big time match bobby fish we'll see what happens but yeah had a great time and again if you want to learn more about Legends of the Ring. You can go to www.legendsoftheringalloneword.com. So again, www.legendsoftheringalloneword.com. And they do have an Instagram page, L-O-T-R underscore N-J. So see what's next. They're probably holding another event. It seemed like a very, very successful event for those guys. I mean, they had Enzo, Big Cast. They even had Lana there. I mean, Miro's uh, wife. So I mean, she had a huge line. Deanna Peraza was there. I got to talk to her briefly as well in the elevator. She's a great woman. I mean, super fun, super friendly. Did you uh, Did you meet Sheeta? I did not. No, I did not. Oh. No, I didn't. Pillman kind was there. The yeah, I mean, like I got out of there. Like, I get the autographs I want. I want it. Sammy's autograph on that variant AW figure, unrivaled figure. So um, I got that, and then I was pieced out because the ECW guys were there before Sammy. So I got them. Got the pack. Boom. You know me. I don't like to be around too much on these things. You know, like if yeah. Like I like the autographs, but yeah, I I don't like hanging around too much. And you know, if you listen to our past episodes, you know, I've talked about that in the past and going into these autographs signings. It's not a big thing of mine. I do like the autographs on certain figures, but I don't like lingering. Exactly, exactly. And and for all listeners, if you are in the New Jersey area, this is gonna be a big one coming up. There's a new actually wrestling figure shop that opened up in Old Bridge, New Jersey called the Collector's Corner. <laughs> I wonder where they got <clears throat> that oh God. that name. Oh, we're, we're gonna have to change that name. I know, Jesus Christmas. No, so so this is the collector's <laughs> corner, and you know, everybody's getting their sergeant slaughters, these SDCC exclusive sergeant slaughters in the mail. Sergeant Slaughter will be at the collector's corner. This is inside the Old Bridge Shops, US 9. So again, Route 9 and Old Bridge on Sunday, October 17th from 1 to 3 p.m. I guess 
Godfather is going to be there as well. Charles Wright. Nice. Slaughter is going to be there, dude. I don't know how much time Slaughter has. I'm going to get that black card signed. Like, I'm sorry. I, That's a good one to get signed. Yeah, I'm going to do. Yeah. I'll probably do it in red ink so it'll pop off the black. I think that's it. I'm going to go get Slaughter's autograph there. So that'll be fun. I think it's this is a new shop that just opened up. But God, they they keep popping up. There's one up north by you, the Wrestling Collector. Yeah, they have a ton of signings. Yeah, these wrestling figure shops just keep popping up. They keep doing signings. And so check out in your local state, you know, get on Instagram and see what's going on. But yeah, if you are in New Jersey, I mean, this Sergeant Slaughter signing, I think is big because again, how much longer does he have? And everybody just got that new figure. That's perfect to get signed. Yeah, the the uh, wrestling collector has some some ones uh, coming up. I want to get like Jake the Snake. I want to go and uh, Brutus and the Hammer. I want to get those new elites signed. Get Jake's figure signed. So I'll probably be uh, stopping in there. What's nice is you could drop the figure off there to get signed. You don't have to hang around. That's great. Yeah, and yeah, yeah you know we look. I don't like getting stuff signed, that. and you know yeah. I I actually re- met a cool guy at Legends of the Ring. This guy Rasslin merch. He was he's a follower of ours. He's a listener of our podcast. He's a big signing guy. And I had this discussion with him. You know, he had like, he's got, he got it. He gets every figure signed, bro. And I told him, I'm like, look, no, nah, I, I like my mid on cards. I like them without anything on them. And then if it's someone really special, someone that's really reaching out to me, I'm going to get something signed. But I usually will have two of that item too, one signed and yeah, one not. Yeah. Yeah. Just so you have the extra. Yeah, that's about it, man. That's about it on my nice. front. You know, like I had a great time at the event going to Dynamite. Pretty psyched up for that. And there's a ton of new toy news. Obviously, we're always talking about retro style figures and everything. And we had some announcements come out this week. Yeah, it's actually just dropped. Breaking news here. One of one of our favorites, one of my all-time favorites since I was a kid, Ultimo Dragon, is coming uh, down the Zombie Sailor pipe. Zombie Sailor Toys just announced he signed Ultimo Dragon to the heels and faces line. So I'm interested to see, you know, what attire they go with, man, because he has so many good ones over the years, even up till today. You know, I mentioned I seen him back at Russell Pro a couple of years ago versus Joey Janela. Got to see him in person in the US, which was fun. So I'm excited to get his figure in a retro form. Yeah, I've been searching the interwebs for an Ultimo Dragon kind of elite style slash Jax classic super style figure. And, and they do have that Jax boxed figure that i've been looking for i think it's in the red attire very difficult to find is it with the mask no no no, that was a different one. Oh, uh, it is i think it's with the mask yeah yeah totally yeah he doesn't have that many he has a couple jacks which all, all are pretty decent i do like the one with the mask this was definitely exclusive he does have the i guess the njpw is it how or something yeah he's got a bunch of those which are nice size and they have yeah. very colorful and sparkling attires i've been looking at a couple of those as well but they're very those are nice price. in person yeah yeah, the prices shot up on those, like double, triple what they used to be. Exactly. So it's going to be refreshing to have him in a retro figure form. So I'm excited for that signing by Zombie. Kind of like a counter signing to the Hayabusa, no? Would you say from Chella? I think there's a little bit of a back and forth with these signings. Derek, you want to do Hayabusa? Derek, we're doing Ultimate Dragon. Yeah. Like like <laughs> some friendly fire. So you want to take Sabu? Huh? You want to take Dynamite Kid? Or is that... F- uh, no, I'm mixing junk shots yeah. there, no? Yeah, well, it's like they're all starting to blend. Yeah, together. I know I because because Zombie's got the retro Sabu, and then Chella's got the uncensored six-inch Sabu, and it's like, yeah, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> well, we have to have a gorilla position on this. Maybe in our next episode, we'll talk a little bit about all these sub-figure lines or something because we keep talking about them. And what the most confusing thing is is nobody releases rosters or series. I want to just know what the fuck's in the series, you know? 
Right before we started recording the pod today, Cello dropped a post on Facebook. I was kind of just scrolling before I started. And they're like, we have Series 2 stacked. Series 3, 4, 5 is coming. And it's it's just a lot of all over the place stuff. I'm like, who the, who's coming and what, you know? What does everybody want and what does everybody need? Speaking of Cello. <laughs> one of, <laughs> speaking of Cello toys, one of our favorites, man. And if you go to our Pro Wrestling Tea store, you'll know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you have to go check it out. Al Snow, he's coming down the cello toys pipe, man, which is kind of cool. You know, you get the head. I'm interested to see how they do the head, to be honest with you. I agree. I want to see what kind of form factor it's in, if it's a hard plastic, soft plastic, what what they're going to do, you know? That's the most interesting part, I think, is what are they going to do with the head? Yeah. And they did a great job from what, like I said, I've been raving about this Haystacks Calhoun figure. I know who he is. I know who Haystacks Calhoun is, but I've never seen him wrestle. I don't even think I've seen a match of his. But they did such a wonderful job with that figure, especially with that fur entrance coat that he has, fur jacket that he has. It looks super, super good. The attire good. looks yeah. great. Yeah. So the accessory-wise, yeah. I got to hand it to them. They've been knocking it out of the park. Very interested to see what head looks like in this job squad, this job squad Al Snow figure. Because if you if you think about it, a lot of the retros, they don't really, no, I can't think of any of them that have an accessory, really. Trying to think, Chella, Zombie's not out yet, but Chella, Junk Shop, a lot of these, they don't really come with accessories. I feel like this will be one of the first times. I believe it will be. I know that Sabu will have the headdress, so he does have the headdress. Oh, yeah, that's right. You need that. And even just in the Mattel Restro line, there wasn't a lot of accessories. I mean, you had the Goldust wig. Yeah, it was good. That was definitely Yeah, you had the, the Chris Jericho scarf, but it wasn't removable. Elias guitar, which was kind of cool. Kind of broke apart. Yeah. So- they did come. It was sparingly. And it'll be exciting to see head. I, I agree with you. So Cello Toys with that new announcement this week. You know, going a little off topic, did you catch uh, Dark Side of the Ring FMW? I did not yet. So please don't spoil it for me. No, I have not yet. But you you know Hayabusa's background. You know what happened to him? I don't, actually. I, I don't. I'm not a big Hayabusa oh, you don't? guy. No, so oh, no, I'm not going to spoil it for please you. Please don't spoil it for me. Yeah, I'd, no. I'd like to learn Yeah, yeah go check it out, dude. You're going to be like, oh my God. Yeah. I know that Masato Tanaka and Mike Awesome were huge in FMW at one time. Yeah, that, that, that's before the uh, yeah Hayabusa days. He was like the uh, he was like the savior to come save the promotion after. Gotcha, gotcha. See, I didn't even know that. And I told you, I mean, I stopped basically watching wrestling after what two thousand four, two thousand three, two thousand something like that. So you know, let me know after you watch it, man. When you see that, you know, when you see it, what I'm talking about, you're gonna be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I will. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about yeah. it definitely. And really quickly, go, again, back on the wrestling figure front. Yeah, we had images of Royal Rumble Elite. So Mattel's got a lot of, you know, obviously this is New York Comic Con time, man. So people are starting to announce things. People are starting to release images of new figures and packages of new figures. You got the Royal Rumble Elite images up. I've always been a fan of these sublines when they do them well. They sprinkle in a little bit of that legend dust for us and the earthquake into Yoko Two of the best big men in pro wrestling. So obviously, all and for those, got the Canadian Earthquake finally. I love that blue on Earthquake with the flag in the center, but that blue just really pops. It's cool. He comes with the, uh, oh, it's build the uh, build Jimmy Hart. Yeah. Uh, That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, whatever. I know. I, I feel like I may not even get the other two in the set. What are the other two in the set again? I forgot the modern ones. You know what? They're not bad figures. It's the Big E, which the attire looks good. I do like the uh, blue powdered boots on him. Big E looks solid. And Dakota Kai, which I feel like they should have picked a better attire for her. The figure, the attire looks off, and the face, from what I can tell here, definitely looks a little off as well. So 
Yeah, and I remember what that looks like now that you mentioned both of those. And maybe I'll probably be all in for the set just so I can have another Jimmy Hart. But again, I know that's that that's the issue. If you want the Jimmy Hart, it is. It it really be. is. And I guess these will be build a figure sets moving forward. The big four pay per view sets. I believe Mattel announced that they will be build a figures moving into 2022. So you're gonna have to buy all four if you want that build a figure. You know, I like Biggie as, as as the champion. I actually like him. I think Biggie's a great, great talent. I think he's a great performer. He's always been one of my favorites. And it's, it's kind of funny because June always like disliked Biggie for some reason when we used to watch wrestling together. I don't know why. She's just like, I, I, don't, I don't know if I like him, this and that. So it's funny over the years, man, because this is going back to like 2013, 14. It's funny how much time has passed. You know, I'm still a fan of his and now he's the champion. Just wow. I've really followed his career. So. Yeah, and I haven't. I've only watched him in his later New Day years. Oh, man, I've always liked Biggie, even when he was in uh, NXT. Yep, I remember he was the NXT champion as well. Yeah, and he's great, and I've liked him. I think even on the just the interview, he's great. I think he definitely pulls Curtin back a little bit more than other WWE guys do. You know, I was laughing the other night. Raw is definitely been better the past couple of weeks, and you know the draft has definitely helped. Biggie is the champ. I feel like I'm like more interested in Raw like immediately which is crazy because it sucked so long. They had a little segment, and this is just like Big E, like stuff that makes me laugh. I was like, you know, he's just quick with it. The Dirty Dogs came out the other night, which I think Bobby Roode should be bigger than he is, but that's a whole other conversation. But anyway, Bobby Roode's like, they call me Big Bob or something, or something, something stupid. You're Big E, I'm Big Bob. He says something stupid, something stupid like that. And Big E's like, like he talked into the mic, he's like, I don't think anyone calls you that. He's like, no one person calls you that. And it's just quick, but it's good, man. Like, that's just good. Yeah, because it's off the cuff. I think it's a. it was a scripted promo. He knew it was scripted, and he was just like, all right, I'm just going to turn this into another direction. Yeah, he's very quick-witted, and I cannot stress how much I've liked him, like I said, just in interviews, just as the champion. So I hopefully that the crowd can get behind him. He can draw some money and he can continue being champion. We'll see. That's that's a whole nother story, though. Because the crowds always turn on. the. Well, there is no crowd in WWE. That's the problem. I mean, and they've set it up like that. I think the WWE has intentionally has taken the crowd out of their product for their benefit, right? Because they never liked when the crowd turned on them. So they're at a point now especially after the pandemic and whatnot, where they've really really manufactured the show to have no crowd in there, and it kind of sucks. And that's one of the reasons why I think the WWE is less fun than AEW. It's just a fact, guys. Come on. I'm like, I hear people going crazy, and I don't see anybody. Yeah, it's it's odd. It's just very odd. Well, Royal Rumble, Elites, really solid set. You got the Build-A-Figure Jimmy Hart, the Earthquake and the Yoko are a must. What do you think of that uh, Yoko? I like it. I like that it comes with the rice, whatever you want to call it, a uh, holder. Yeah, he's got the, uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it's the rice holder. I always liked the uh, white and black attire. We discussed that too on previous pods. The white and black, I've always It's enjoyed. the second release of the white and black attire. I think this one, he's unbearded in his head sculpt. Is that correct? Yeah. So you had the Hall of Fame Target exclusive series, white and black Yoko that came out probably about four years ago. He's got the scowl on there. He looks great. And he's it's the unbearded version of him. So this is pretty much the WrestleMania version, if my memory serves correct as well. WrestleMania 9, right? So That's what it yeah, looks so like. So you yeah. can put it all together. Now you got Brett, you got Hogan, you got him because you got the Hogan Ultimate Edition coming out. Mattel, you know, they like to do this, man. They love to love to love to fill the pieces of the missing puzzle. And so they did that with the Colonel Mustafa and the Sergeant Slaughter that just came out from Elite Series 89. And that's it. Oh, yeah, there he is. 
There's the goon. There's the goon. For some reason, this figure looks so, so good. So I wanted to talk about this really quickly. <laughs> and we're because we're just talking about Mattel's. I do have, and I know we talk about this guy all the time on Instagram and Twitter, WWE RetroStars has the big board up here, which I love. I love big boards. And it has the upcoming Mattel Elite lineups. And yes, Joe just showed me the upcoming Walmart exclusive for Elite Series 89, which is included in this Sergeant Slaughter series, The Goon. That'll be on shelf soon. And then obviously you have Elite Series 88, which I haven't seen yet in stores. I'm assuming it's going to be pushed out prior to the year ending. That's going to be the Zodiac at Target. So you got The Goon and the Zodiac coming out. The Zodiac will be in, I believe, the old style packaging. So you're going to get one more round of old style packaging with Elite Series 88 at retail, and that'll finish off 2021 for Mattel WWE Elite figures. And then uh, starting with Elite 89, you have the packaging refresh, which I love it. I took it apart, actually. It's really solid. It really brings me back to the 2014 packaging, that blue, big box, blue style packaging they did in 2014 for Elite figures. I like it. It's a little bit of a mix of both. The angles on it look great. So I'm super psyched for the new packaging. They toned down the certified authentic, which is great. It kind of just blends in so it's not sticking out. Yeah, and the goon figure's great. So that'll be in the new packaging. Yeah, the goon looks looks awesome. You know, it's really interesting character to pick to put out. I just think the gloves, the attire, the fit the head, everything looks great. It's just it's dead on. I'll probably be picking that up. I don't think I'll pass on the goon. The Zodiac 2, I'll probably pick up. And the new packaging, I really like. I feel like the figures just look a lot better in that packaging, and I'm definitely a fan of it. Yeah, the packaging is a lot tighter. That's the point. You know, like I think there was a lot of unused space in the other style Elite packaging, and I feel that they've tightened up the window a little bit. And I don't want to say you see more of the figure per se, but there's less white space in the packaging. So I think that's good. The series that are coming out are going to be strong. Again, the Zodiacs, the Goon, you know, Strongbow comes out next. Uh, I mean, we're talking about really, really, really sub-talent. Now, I, I don't want to call Strongbow sub-talent or Mustafa because Mustafa is the sheik. But you know what I'm saying? It's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I can't see myself buying yeah, that Yeah, what do we got next? You know, we have 91, 92, 93, and no exclusives, I believe, released for those lines. So you're getting Walmart, Target, Walmart again. And I just don't know. You know, and then for some of these also, you have people that are no longer with us. You got a Fiend figure in 92. You got a Cole figure in 92. Those probably won't be released, so they got to figure that out. You got Bronson Reed. I guess he'll be released since he hasn't signed a contract anywhere else in 90. You got to wonder if that's going to even come out. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm not saying that it won't be fun. I'm just saying, what else do we get? I want to see freaking Mega Powers Hulk Hogan. Where's the Mega Powers Hulk Hogan? Where's the Mega Powers Macho? These are big names here. Where's that Shawn Michaels in the Elimination Chamber? Stuff like that. You know, that first Elimination Chamber. Give us some really good good stuff here. I mean, and I think you could throw them in as collector's editions because they're older attires and they're from a different era. Instead of stuff like the Goon and the Zodiac, I mean, wouldn't you want to have those? Wouldn't you want to have the Mega Powers over the Goon and the Zodiac? Yeah, I don't I don't know what the thinking process is there. They're definitely going obscure, especially the Zodiac. I could see the Goon over the Zodiac a little bit, but yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, you're getting a ton of Hogans and they're doing Machos. They added the Macho exclusive to the uh, Mattel Creations. I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to 
they see all these people. I mean, I don't know if they tune in, but I'm sure Steve does. He sees like all the customs and all the people asking for certain characters and this and that. So they just make it themselves. Maybe they're dipping into that a little bit. Satisfying that niche of customer and collector or whatnot. No, I get it. The obscure characters. Getting a little bit more obscure there. Yeah. Well, hey, look, I I have the Warlord. You have the Warlord. The one thing that I didn't actually like about the Warlord is the W wasn't painted on mine in the back of him. So in the back, his kind of entrance vest has the Warlord on it. It didn't have the W painted. So if you get that thing out of the packaging, guys, and you like to bust it open like we do on the podcast, (laughs) sometimes, not all the time because we're hashtag MOC for life here. But those were some production flaws with that figure I saw. And let's hope we get a Barbarian because the the figure itself is fantastic. It looks fucking awesome. The figure's great. Yeah, yeah, it looks great. I, I love that. I love that addition, you know. And for Mattel, I think we got to wrap it up with Mattel, my friend. Cactus Jack. I got my Cactus Jack. I posted online. Ringside fucked up my order again. It got crushed. I sent two back. I got three. I'm going to open one. I sent two back. Hopefully they send a replacement right away. The, the figure looks great. Yeah, it's everything you want. And if you want an old school cactus, the uh, title, on the other hand, which they've been doing, which I'm not sure about, the titles are definitely, you know, not right. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. I want to get ECW titles with my figures, but I want them to be correct with the actual figure. And I guess it's just a matter of the, whoever produced that title and the rights, you know. Yeah, I know that's the problem. They they want to put a belt in, but maybe they can't do the old school ECW tag. So you get the uh, you get the updated tag, which is all right. You know, you still get an ECW title. Yeah. You can use it. There's no short of yeah. wrestling figures that you can't use that belt with. So, I mean, it's it's okay in that respect. But yeah, just blending the 95 and 2000 era together, or 95, 96, and then 2000 doesn't make any sense. You even get that like 95, 96 sign, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get, the, you get the old school sign, you get the old, old school cactus, and you get the uh, 1999, 2000 tag yeah. belt. Join the Revolution shirt. Without Join the Revolution, I believe, on the back. <laughs> but... You got a 2000 time out. All right. Yeah. I, I, I dig a Tony Mama Luke when I dig of that title. Yeah. Yeah. But there's some greats. We talk about ECW titles all the time. And again, we don't want to go too off topic because we're getting long here on the intro. But you love that old school New Jack tag title. Oh, my God. I mean, I, yeah, I love, I know, I love that old school New Jersey, Pennsylvania heavyweight championship. Oh, it's the best. It's, it's the absolute Why best. Why can't you make that, guys? Even, even the TV title, uh, even the TV title Shane held without the side plates. Yeah. I mean, those are all the belts Hell, I, I would take the TV title Taz had with the, it was almost like the Wing Eagle, you know? I mean, it's just a fun belt. Yeah, that was a good one. Good belt. But that that tag belt with the New Jack with the spray paint, if I could have any belt in my collection, it would be yeah. that one. And you would think the old school Eliminators tag belts or something that were basically the Intercontinental title. <laughs> yeah, they were the ICs. You would think that would be easy to make, right? Because it was like a copy off of something that we already have. I know. I know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Even doing that would have been better than the freaking tag belt they chose. But, you know, it is what it, it is. It is what it is, guys. Last but not least, this is old news, but we wanted to discuss it because I think it's big news wrestling figure wise. It could be one of the biggest announcements that was kind of, I think, to a certain extent, underappreciated. I think it kind of like was announced. Everybody was like, oh my God, this is great. And now we're not really talking about it. And that's the announcement that All Elite Wrestling and the ONR Foundation have partnered to do exclusive merch. And with Jazzwares holding the master toilaces for All Elite Wrestling, 
they will now be producing Owen Hart figures, which is, I mean, my God, it, it's what everybody has been waiting for. I mean, after this, what big guy is missing, really? This, in my opinion, this is probably one of the, if not the biggest one you could get. I mean, going back to the customizer talk, every customizer under the sun has attempted to make an Owen Hart figure. So either in retro form, Mattel form, Owen Hart always comes up in the conversation. So now, what is it? Uh, when was his last figure? 99? 98? I'm trying to think of his last figure produced. Probably around that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was 98, 99. The BCAs. I mean, you haven't had an Owen Hart figure in uh, 21 years, 22 years. So it's definitely one of the biggest ones. The question is, I mean, they can do so many different forms of Owen. Real quick, I know people have beat this to death already, but the Owen I want is the 94 King of the Ring, all pink Owen. If I had to go with one in my collection, that would probably be the one I would pick. I agree with that. I want the same one, and I think they're going to go in that direction. I did see some digital renders floating throughout Instagram and Twitter, and I think that was like just before the announcement was made by Jeremy. So I think he was like cats out of the bag. So I think those digital renders included that attire. Yeah, that would be great. I'm only assuming we're going to get it then. And then you have, I'm not a nugget. I'm a black heart, baby. I want it, I want that one. I want the danger. I want it all. I Give me every Owen. I'll buy every Owen. But the point I'm trying to make is like, this is the biggest announcement since 2010 Macho Man signing with Mattel WWE. I mean, come on, guys. Can we not get a little more pumped up for the Owen Hart thing? Or was I just like out of the loop? It could be so many fucking wrestling figures, man. There's just so many wrestling figures. People are collecting. The market's gone up. People are buying so many damn wrestling figures. They just don't have the excitement as much. They're like, oh, cool. Yeah, figure. new figure. All right. On to the next. On to the next. On to the next. On yeah. to the next. What, what's after Owen? Yeah. What are they going to do now? Are they going to do Stu? Are they going to do uh, Bruce? Yeah, they're going <laughs> to. No, they're going to have the Survivor Series four pack <laughs> with Brett. Owen. Fucking Bruce. What was the other one's name? Uh, what is it? What the fuck is his name? Somebody on uh, Let's Listen and go to Instagram or Twitter and let us know. Beat us down. They're supposed to be a little bit of a pro wrestler. They can't even get in and out of the ring ropes. At SQD Circle AFP, you let us know who the Bruce and uh, whatever the fuck his name was. I was going to say, yeah, I can't remember Larry. Larry, or Johnny, who, who the hell knows? <laughs> the blonde hair guy, right? Because Bruce was the guy with yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. blonde fucking hair guy. I forgot. Yeah, Bruce had the mustache. Yeah, had the, oh, yeah, the big time mustache. That was a porn star mustache in the fucking 90s there. That's the four pack we want right there. And then uh, give me uh, Jerry the King Lawler and all his midgets. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what was a stinky, shitty pussy? Uh, I forgot yeah, the other names. Who the hell knows? Oh, my God. Well, Joe, it's fun to be back. Again, thanks for all you out there for continuing to follow us on social media as our podcast went on hiatus. Thanks to my move. But we're back. We're back in black. We're better than ever. Uh-uh. We're going to get a little crazy because we're going to get right in to our segments. Thanks again, everybody. And get ready for this week's edition of the Gorilla Position. I can feel electricity in the air. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's edition of the Gorilla Position. And for all our new listeners out there, and for all of you who may have forgot, the Gorilla Position is our take on something wrestling figure related. We're going to give you our position uncut, uncensored here at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. And as you all know, or maybe you're new and you don't know, we are old school wrestling fans, so this week we're going to be discussing 
the Target exclusive Mattel WWE Elite Legend Series 13. And I feel, Joe, this is a big Legend Series because we're getting a little long in the tooth with Legends now. I can't believe I'm saying this. I may be done with Legends because the shit we're getting now, I'm not really that enthusiastic about it. I think there's some good ones in here. I think there's some good ones coming out, but I just don't know. Are you as hyped as you once were? for Mattel WWE Legends. There was a point where right when they came back, I don't know if it was with the DDP and Brutus online only or whatever, but I was like, oh, the Legends line might go back uh, on a hiatus or die. So now they're they're pumping them out. It seems like, you know, they're pumping them out, you know, series 11, 12. And like we're going to be discussing in in a minute, series 13. I guess they're maybe they're trying to pump as many as they can out before the line goes under. Yeah, I think we're due for another hiatus. I saw Bam Bam Bigelow for $6. Yeah. You know, you got him for 10, 10 bucks. bucks. Doge John Cena sat on the shelves. The Target didn't make any money off that garbage. And I think we're at the point, like you said, I agree with you. I think they're trying to pump. Look, we could be wrong. We've been wrong before. We've been wrong about the Ultimate Editions line. What did they do? They rethought what was going on. They made a quick change and bam, they pumped out some big names and it, now it's got more life than ever. It does. Yep. So look, we've been wrong in the past, guys, but this Legend series, we got the lineup here. Hurricane, which we have already got in a Legends form in the Elite series, two versions, mind you, because he was a chase. We have DX Triple H. We have another oh my Jake God. the Snake in chase attire. But now it's the evil Jake. It's the Legends, Jake. What, what series was that? It's the same head. Looks like the same head. I, I have no idea, Joe. But And then we have the final one, Cowboy Bob Orton. <laughs> wow, Joe. Talk about a reach in series here. Now, look, we've got these pulled up right here. I mean, we got to start with the Hurricane. This version of the Hurricane is pretty damn awesome, man. I love the long hair on the Hurricane. I like this version. They did this one on, it was like a basic, one of the early basics, right? Yes, yes, it was. A, I remember we, we, we found that at Funkenstein. That yes, day. very early basic, correct. Yeah, very early basic, but I mean, the attire looks good. The classic Hurricane. I do like the cape. I like the Hurricane logo in the center, how it drapes over. The head looks really, really good. I do like the mask. I like the darkness of the mask with the facial hair, the eyes. I mean, everything looks on point. It looks like a real superhero, honestly. The long-haired version of the Hurricane. I think this is great. Yeah, and it looks like he's going to be coming with his cape, and it's a really detailed cape. Look, guys, gals, everybody who's listening, when I'm getting down on figures here, I'm getting down on them not because they don't look good. We're not discussing that, oh, the head scope looks bad, or oh, these biceps shouldn't go with this figure, oh, this accessory looks cheap, especially when it comes to Mattel WWE figures. I'm just down on the set because this is all reuse. This is all reissue. This is something we've seen before in some way, shape, or form. Now, obviously, it is updated and it is better, but Mattel's getting to the point where you're almost, you know, God, they're 10 years, 10 plus years into a license. I don't just don't think they know what to make anymore. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just bored. I'm not excited about any of this. I'm not saying that the Hurricane is a bad figure. As Joe just discussed, it's a great looking figure. Yeah, it looks great. It looks great. Am I going to buy it? Absolutely not. I'm not going to buy it. Because I have no connection to the hurricane. I know Joe's going to buy because he definitely watched during that era. But yeah, I just don't have any connection to it. So great figure. I'm going to follow it up with a snoozer of the line. I'm going to follow it up with the Bob Orton. This is the Cowboy Bob Orton, I believe, from WrestleMania 1. No, sorry. WrestleMania 2, the boxing match. I was going to say 2, yeah, because he has the boxing gloves. Yep. It's not bad. Again, it's a great looking figure. I, I guess I can get it to complete that picture. Again, filling in the puzzle pieces. They got the Piper 
Mr. T two pack there from WrestleMania two, the elite exclusive two pack. I don't have the Cowboy Bob Orton and Piper two pack that were the Toys R Us exclusive over in the early two, you know, 2010, 2011 or whatever it was. So I missed out on that. And yeah, I can fill in with this one. But again, I'm not super excited about it. I'm like, whatever. Where do you want to go next, man? I guess we'll do, uh, let's talk about the Triple H. I mean, they're, they're definitely doing this version of the uh, DX army here. The Triple H, yeah, I don't really care for it too much. Face looks a little off, looks a little beefy. The pants look a little strange. You know, you get the megaphone when they invaded WCW. You get the helmet, which is kind of cool. You know, you get the helmet with him. Overall, it's like whatever, you know. I agree. Do I do I think it's a legend figure? Not really. Eh, didn't it's we okay. get this version of Triple H in Elite Series like 2013 yeah, or something? Or could have swore we did. Yeah, I, I have a feeling we got this in some way, shape, or form because it's the reuse of an accessory here. This megaphone they've reused this before. I, I feel that the, they've they've released this megaphone before. I could be completely wrong, but chime in in the comments, guys. We'll probably do a little backstory too. Again, we have good memories, but geez. We get things wrong all the time. But again, as you said, they're going to fill this in. They got You got the Billy gun. You got the, what, you got the six or the X-Pac uh, that came out too. You yeah. got, you're going to yeah, get the that. road dog coming out. So you're going to have all four of them and, you know, you can do the invasion angle there. It, again, like you said, it's an okay figure. And then you get Jake and it's a great era. It's the macho man. It's the Cobra. You know, you want him because from that era, I love the attire. It looks like the series two. Oh no, the face like definitely the face is updated, but it looks like the series two legends, Jake. No, it is. It, it they do a little true effects on it, but you're right. Yeah, it's the same face. Series for two. this ninety one evil Jake the heel Jake the Snake Roberts figure, they went back to series two. They reused that face sculpt basically, and then they just touched it up with a little true FX. It looks like I do like both attires. I do like the gray with the snake a little better. You get the glove, which is cool. I know Bill mentioned on his Instagram a couple days ago. He used an existing cane wrist collar and a molded black right hand to create the snake handling glove for the figure, which is kind of cool. I saw that post as well. I thought that was cool. Look, it's Jake. It's Jake. You, you, you need, need both. both of them. And, <laughs> and, but this is what's irritating about it. I'm not like... Another, another two Jakes. So it's just another two Jakes. Uh, I think they're trying to pump him out because when is his Legends deal going to end? I mean, he's under an AEW contract. I, I don't know legally what the hell happened there. Or maybe AEW gave him the freedom to do this, uh, you know, stay on with the WWE. But you would think that this would be ending soon. And again, that's probably why they're trying to pump these out. Yeah, because, I mean, we just got two Jakes not that long ago. Here's the thing. Here's what I need with this Legends line, Joe. And I always go crazy about this. I went crazy about this for the Ultimate Edition line, too, and they still haven't done it. I just need a packaging change, man. Guys, come on. Give me something. I love the Legends packaging, but can you give it to me in a different style? Can you do the old blister or something for a few of them? Could you just do a throwback? Give me something else. Yeah, give me something else. You know, like you're giving me these fucking reuse figures and all this rehash shit. And, you know, I understand you're trying to pump guys out. Their legend seals may be ending and whatnot. And it, don't get me wrong. You're filling in the puzzle pieces, which is great. I, I love the strategy behind it from a business perspective. It makes a lot of sense. I'm not saying that's the wrong business strategy. But from a collecting perspective, guys, I need a little reboot. I need a little something here. You know, like give me something else. 
and it'd make me a lot more happy. I don't want every year a new Jake the Snake figure. <laughs> Give me some time to breathe here, you know, with Jake. You just pumped out two last year or whatever it was, not even last year, you know, and now you're going to pump out another two in my face next year in the beginning of next year. So it's like, geez, give me some time to breathe with Jake. Yeah, I, I think that's my take on the series. I mean, that's my position. Yeah. As far as Target goes too, them being Target exclusives, the Targets by me anyway, all the ones I find, it's hard to find a Legends. If you see them or if you find one, the packaging's usually damaged, which is why the only reason it's left behind. So I think the figures do sell, especially the Razor or the Scott Hall and the, the Machos in this past series. The Bam Bams definitely went. Even the studs went because I found a couple studs. I went back and then they were all gone. But those were on sale too for ten ninety nine. But, you know, the Legends line does move. Might take a little time sometimes, but I, I feel like it's still selling, which is probably why the line is continuing to move forward at the same time. Because I never see the Legends on the pegs. Like I mentioned, if I do, they're usually damaged. I agree. And the pre-orders saw it, right? So, yeah. I mean, you have sold out pre-orders for the most part. The DDP, my friend Mike sold for $200. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's a DDP. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just a basic release. Yeah. You know, they produced it. That's it. I agree. It could continue. Just give me a little something else. Yeah. We need a refresher. Something. Even with the Ultimate Edition, I'm so disappointed that they're not going to make a packaging change. To my knowledge now, I, I don't know. Steve said that they would be in regular Ultimate Edition's packaging, but even for this Mattel Creations crowdfunded ring. I know something different. Something. Give me something. some packaging change, guys. Come on. You, you hit me with this SDCC exclusive and it's fun and it's unique. You can't reuse that in some way, shape, or form for these new Ultimate Editions coming out that are with the crowdfunded thing? Come on, man. Like, Jesus. I don't know. And you're uh, you're still giving me a doink, right? Speaking of that. <laughs> $200. Well, so you got four sets. Come on. A DDP just sold for 200 That doink's going to be 400 <laughs> Oh, come on. It's, it's out of control, Joe. People are paying $500 for a one of 5000 what? It's just like, guys, Come why on. are you doing? Why are you wasting your fucking money, man? Jesus Christ, this shit. It's 5,000. 5,000 is a, usually a normal production run of a fucking figure. You know, 5,000 to 10,000 pieces. I mean, that's a lot of fucking figures. People are just going overboard. I just sold my comma for 20 bucks. <laughs> I sold my Amazon Christian for like 15, man. Like, who cares sometimes, you know? No, I know, I know, I know. You know well, but, but but you know, that's a little extreme. I didn't really want those figures to be honest, but yeah, but 500 bucks, it's just like, guys, for a one of 5,000? For a one of 5,000, that's like 170, 180. Not even. I would say it's close to 100. 75 bucks, 100 bucks, that's all you're going to get from have, me. People have money to burn or they're using credit cards. Yeah, probably that's the case. They're just using credit cards. Yeah, now. boom, you know. Anyway, Mattel WWE Legends Series 13, Target exclusive. Again, we have Cowboy Bob Orr in the Hurricane. We have Triple H in the DX Army attire. And then you got two Jake the Snake Roberts figures, Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast, Grill Position. Eh, I think that's where we're at. You're a little bit excited about some of these things. I'm a little bit excited about some of these things, but eh. Yeah, you know? it's like, eh, whatever. Like I said in the beginning, I like that uh, long-haired uh, Hurricane. That's pretty cool. Like we said, no matter what, you can't get enough Jake the Snakes. Where's my Mega Powers? Yeah. Why aren't they in a Legends line? I want that 1996 drunk Jake <laughs> with the King of the Ring. I, I want that Jake with the ribs taped up. Of course you do. <laughs> Give me a Jerry Lawler Jake the Snake two-pack with a bottle of booze. You want a PG company to produce rated R, rated X products. This is what we do here at the Square Circle Action Figure Podcast. I want the Jake with the bottle of Jack Daniels. 
I want you to go to I want you to go to Jack Daniels, get the rights to fucking produce the mini bottles, okay, with the name on it. Pay for that shit. You know Jeremy would. You know NECA would. NECA would go to Jack Daniels and they'd be like, give me the rights to produce this. So Mattel, let's go. Let's let's kick it up a notch here. Steve, Bill, come on. Get your shit together. Rob, get your shit together. Okay? Yeah. We want you to be on your toes because you've been in this for 10 year plus years. Give us more. Give us something more, baby. We need more. What basically what we're saying is the next legend series, I want another Vader. Give me another Brutus. Give me another DDP. And to top it off, give me another Piper. All of them. Perfect lineup. How's that sound? Yeah. We'll throw in another Jake the Snake too. It'll be a five per series now. <laughs> And we'll throw in the junk Jake the Snake with the fucking Jack bottle of Jack. <laughs> and we'll throw Dino Bravo in there. We'll make it we six. Need, see, there we go. We need Dino. Give me Dino with the re- give me Dino with the recliner. With the recliner. <laughs> and the TV on. And the TV. <laughs> Playing we'll cheers. put him in exclusive Dark Side of the Ring packaging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm onto something there, man. There I, we go. I think Dark Side of the Ring should have their own fucking action figure line. Yeah, anyway. I mean, that'll just be another wrestling figure line created by the fans for the fans. Why don't we Why don't we dip our hat into that a little bit? Might as well. Everybody we'll else we'll start off her. with the Mortis. Yeah, we'll do Mortis. We'll do Chris Cannon. We need that Mortis figure. Speaking of that episode, that really brought me back, man. Hey, look, Pro Wrestling Tees, Micro Brawlers, baby. They got the Mortis, so. We need that Mortis. If Micro Brawlers are coming out with a Mortis, you know, I'm telling you, they're going to do it some way, shape, or form. There's going to be Dark Side of the Ring action figures or some shit. You know it's going to happen. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to end it right now. We have positions on everything here at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast, and we will give you our position next week on another topic. Maybe you have a certain topic of discussion in the wrestling figure community that you want us to talk about, that you want us to bitch about, or you want us to praise. Go to Instagram and Twitter at SQD Circle AFP. Write it right there in the grill position post. And until next week, don't forget to tune in to another edition of the Gorilla Position. Oh my God! All right, everybody, welcome to the Oh My God Figure of the Week! One of our favorites. This week, we will be discussing Legends. Here we go with speaking of Legends. This kind of dipped right in. Legends Series 10, Bam Bam Bigelow. A figure we've wanted in this attire forever, and we're going to break it down. This is an example of a figure in the Legend series that we were waiting for for such a long time. This is an example of a figure in a Legend series that we haven't got. I mean, we haven't got a Bam Bam figure in a Legend series for God knows how long. This is an example of a figure in a Legend series that comes with a meaningful accessory. This is a figure in a Legend series coming off the gorilla position, which we whole wholeheartedly give two thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, we've talked about this attire for so long. We were supposed to get it back in the Jack's Classic line with the Gray Flame, which was one of our favorite attires, especially going back to ECW. There we go. Will's got it on the screen here. I mean, we've wanted this attire for so long. We didn't get it with the Jacks Classics. This is a good example of Mattel really knocking it out of the park with the Legends line. And they're able to throw this version of Bam Bam for the collectors. And it's just a fantastic figure. I mean, I can't stress that enough with that attire. I've always wanted the uh, Gray Flame attire on the Bam Bam. Yep, same here. And as you said, going back to the Jacks Classic Superstar days, those series that were coming to an end, this thing was going to go into production, we know, and one of the final series never came to fruition. Obviously, you can go into the good old Google, the Google machine, type in uh, Jacks Classic Superstars, Bam Bam Bigelow, Gray, and you will find the photos of the prototype images of that figure. The funniest thing about it, our buddy KWK, Sean, which he will be actually just a little bit of a side note. I don't want to go in depth on it. He will be producing wrestling figure protectors, which will be cool under the KWK brand. And I think you're going to be able to get them from the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. This could be one of our first things we sell. Uh Wrestling figure case protectors. They're going to be awesome. But anyway, KWK, Sean. You know him. He has one of the most extensive prototype collections in the entire world. He's been on our podcast. He's talked prototypes. He's talked Sofubi Pro Wrestling. He's talked everything there is about wrestling figures. Yeah, he knows a little bit of everything there. He actually sourced this prototype, and I believe the story goes is it was lost in transit. So I don't even know if this thing exists anymore. We're going to try to reach out to everybody in the community to see if there was another prototype of this Bam Bam, but he bought it. And to my knowledge, he said that it kind of just boop, boop. That's crazy, man. Damn. There may not even be one in existence anymore, but the photos are online so you can appreciate it there. But this figure, again, Joe, amazing. Yeah. How's it uh, How's it holding in hand right now? I, I know you mentioned the boots because you can't really see the boots in the package. Can't really see the boots in the package. I love the little bit of a red flame detail on nice. the tips of the toes of the boots. It looks great. Joe, this figure is perfect. The only gripe that I have with this figure, and I believe I talked to you personally about this before, was there's just a slight variation in skin tone around the neck. His flesh skin tone around the neck has more of a tinted gray than his flesh skin tone on the arms and the face. And again, I think that's because the it's painted on. I think the actual torso is a black kind of molded torso, and then it's just painted in the grays and stuff like that. And then I think they painted this flesh tone on. So that little bit of black is coming through the lighter color flesh tone around the neck. But other than that, it's amazing. This figure, the tattoo deco is amazing. The beard detail on this figure is amazing. Everything is completely accurate. I love the body type. I- yeah, the body type looks looks perfect. How's the tattoos on the head? Tattoos on the head are perfect. They look great. Now, again, I don't have Bam Bam's head in front of me, but they look to be as accurate as possible. Maybe a little bit of a color variation. I have to look because I thought he had some blues, but I could be wrong. They may be grays, but there are more grays and reds in the tattoo in the in the head area. But he may, I don't know if he had some blues. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to look at older photos of him. Mm-hmm. But other than that, Looks great. I do like the sideburns too. He's got the kind of trimmed up sideburns on the side of the face up to the ears, which is great. I mean, again, this is just uh, Bill. Billy. Incredible job. Incredible job. I'm, I'm glad. And it, it was a shock seeing it as probably you were in shock too when you seen it in the lineup. I was like, holy crap. You know, we're finally getting this freaking Bam Bam. It was a shock. And it, yeah. I mean, I was like, I was like, no, no way. 
Yeah, we were speechless. And to top it all off, they give the ECW television title with it. And again, as we talked about with the Cactus Jack in the intro, wrong belt. This is not the belt that Bam Bam held, but you still get it. And we got RVD figures coming out. We have RVD figures from the past that you could use this belt with. There's a bunch of figures that you can use this belt. We talked about it. So, you know, you got Jared Lynn and there's a bunch of people that have held this, that Rhino being one of them. And we have several Rhino figures. So yes, it is a relevant title. I got that. I got like six, seven, eight of these. Who the fuck knows at this point? (laughs) Yeah, me too. I have four. Instant buys. And just for the title zone, just for the figure alone, absolutely love Bam Bam. He's one of our favorites of all time. I mean, we've discussed this on the podcast. I mean, God, we've had him featured on one of our segments. The uh, Squared Spotlight. Yeah. We dipped into his career, his early days, all that. We reviewed all his career. We reviewed what our thoughts of him were, you know, as a talent, as a person. We had the opportunity to see him live several times. You know, just a wonderful guy. And he's a New Jersey local dude. And we just absolutely love Bam Bam. So this is a good example, Joe, of actually a figure in the Legend series, like you said, that when we saw it, we were excited about. We were like, wow, we didn't expect it coming. Yeah. But then you get like a Legend Series 13. You're like, ah, oh, Jesus, God. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you want that Bob Warren? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I want that. Yeah. Oh, geez, God. I really wanted that. But this is an example of something. Like that. that whole series, though, is pretty solid. Dude, the Scott Hall is awesome. The Scott Hall, I mean, he looks a little wonky in the head if you take the bandana off. Yeah, the face is a little, a little strange, but still. Macho, give me macho all day long. I don't care. Dude, I want macho. And John Studd's a sleeper, man. The stud looks good. It's a great figure. It is. It's improvement over the previous release of him in the Bobby Heenan family, Target exclusive. What was that? The four pack. Yeah, the Heenan family. You know, that was a great addition as well if you missed out on that figure. So you, at least you had an opportunity. And we did, again, they're not releasing it like crazy. You had an opportunity to get it. I guess that's what the Orton is in this this 13. You know, that's what the JYD is in this, what is it, 12? I'm assuming that's series 12. Yeah, I'm starting to, they're starting to blend together. Yeah, you're getting a figure that maybe came out, I don't know, 10 years ago or seven, eight years ago or something like that. You may have missed out on. It's an opportunity for them to re-release them. But in my eyes, it's like, eh, whatever. I have all of them and you will see in my new setup. I have all the legends, all of them, pretty much. So you have that Martel? Yes. Oh my God. That's the greatest legend that they've ever released. But again, we talk about this ad nauseum on the podcast show. That was an Oh My God yep. figure of the week. That was one of the first ones. Where's the Tatanka version of that figure where he faced him at Tatanka in the feud and he had the feather on the hat and everything? Come on, guys, get Martel signed again. Oh, man, that's somebody. Speaking of a legend, that's somebody we need. We need an updated Martel. You want to re-release some of these guys, go to the WWE and be like, I want Martel back. I posted a picture of Mattel on our Twitter. Did you see it? Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool seeing him uh, all these years later. Again, guys, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SQD Circle AFP. We put repost. You know, we do a lot of posts of images of our collection, fake hunts, et cetera, old photos that come across other feeds we'll repost. If you tag us, you tag at SQD Circle AFP and a fig finding post, we'll repost that too. You know, we want to be like the toy shiz of, of wrestling figures, guys. So yeah, we'll post that to our stories and whatnot, and, and we'll go from there. You got this Bam Bam fig- Bigelow figure here, Legend Series 10 Bam Bam. What an incredible figure. We waited so long for it. It's got everything. It's got the ECW tag title, albeit from a different era. You got the beautiful, beautiful body mold, the beautiful face skin on this thing, the accurate tattoo deco. 
I mean, Joe, you got the gray flame attire. We've been waiting 20 years or whatever for this thing. And those are all the reasons why this is an oh my God figure of the week. What? 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 Oh my God, Joe! What? 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 This is so fucking annoying. That thing. I love that we made an annoying song for our podcast segment intro. What? 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 They're like in WWE. They're like, I have six months to live. What? They're like, no, no, they're like, no, no. I'm like, I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm dying. What? What? Guys, this is real. I'm gonna pass away. What? Yeah. No, no, no. Now it's now it's this. I'm gonna I'm gonna die. Shh. Do I do I silence that fucking crowd? Yeah, the, there's a size. So, <laughs> there's no one nobody's saying anything. Now you get you get the baby crying. <laughs> you're like, what? What just happened there? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, you're like that's how fucking silent it is at a WWE event these days. Oh. They won't even say what. There's not even a woo. I mean, and now that Ric Flair is, you know, oh got, got God. We, we've we've banished Ric Flair from the history of the wrestling oh. now again for for the next five months. He won't be mentioned. Fucking dark side. Five know. months, and then and then everybody's gonna be back on the woo train again. I feel bad for. Uh, I I don't I don't want to get into that shit, but yeah, even Tommy Dreamer, I'm just like, oh god. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, we're not going to discuss any of that because it is offensive. I'm not yeah, saying I don't think anybody should be exposing themselves to anybody that doesn't want them <laughs> it's, to expose themselves. It's, to, you know it's, what I'm it's plain and simple, man. Yeah, that's it. It's that easy. We're not condoning any of it at all. And I would never do it myself. But I mean, come on, give me a fucking break. Stop it. All right. He's the greatest of all time. Woo! And you know what? This is another thing, Joe. You know how you had the whole train. What about the woo plane? <laughs> Coming in, riding space bound on the woo plane. They're like, they're like, fuck that. Yeah, you, you, oh god. Oh, we're canceled. Done. Uh oh, uh, Joe. We've been gaining followers because we're not doing a podcast. Now we're gonna lose two hundred. <laughs> it like blurs the lines a little bit. It makes you wonder the creators of Dark Side. Like they were trying to tell the story, but maybe they shouldn't have covered that. Yeah. Maybe they should have passed that one up. You know, if someone's like, hey, can we discuss someone getting raped and killed on your show? They're like, yeah, let's do that episode. They should probably skip those topics. I know it's the dark side, but maybe that one could have been skipped because the episode sucked. It was like a shit episode, you know? Yeah, "Ah." well, no one one really good wanted to talk about it. You know, you had JR on there. You had RVD. It's like some of the stories you got to watch a little little bit. You got to, because now... Like, that was a story that they're like, all right, let's talk about the plane ride from hell. Let's talk about this. But look, look at the aftermath. It didn't need to be brought up again. I, I what? Think that, I, think that, oh, uh-uh. I think that's my point. You didn't need to bring it up or talk, cover it, really. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I don't think it needed. Like, everybody knew it happened. Everybody knows what happened. On yeah. It. I think it brought up some bad things that probably would be best buried as, as we're talking about because Halloween's qu- quickly approaching. So maybe, you know, maybe we should just... Maybe even though it's alive, maybe we should just bury it. Talk about buried alive. Talk about Uh-oh. Halloween. Talk Here about the big gongs going off. And, and this is a fun what segment because if for all you listeners, you don't know what the what segment of the week is, it is where we pose a question. Could be any question. And you guys could even ask the question. Go over to Instagram and Twitter at SQD Circle AFP under the what post and maybe 
we'll use your question. It, it leaves the door open to anything. It could be anything. Anything wrestling figure related usually. Sometimes even just pro wrestling related, we'll throw it in there if we have a wrestling figure heavy podcast. We love talking about pro wrestling here. We've been watching it since we were four or five years old. And we absolutely love everything professional wrestling. But this question... Uh-uh. You talk about crazy. This week, Woo. the question is, what is your favorite Undertaker figure of all time? People are getting squirmy right now. Someone's head just exploded. This is a tough question to answer. If you're into pro wrestling, what's your favorite wrestler of all time? You know, if you're into food, what's your favorite food of all time? It's a very difficult question to answer, my friend. I have my top pick, which is kind of crazy. You might be like, oh, God. And I have my runner up, to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Let's go with your runner up first. If you think about how many Undertaker figures there are, it's insanity. But if you break it down, you can look at them all. And it brings you back into different eras, this, that, different matches, especially him, different attires. My runner up, Will, I'm going with the Elite Series 23 Undertaker with the mask. It is a classic Undertaker. Now, this was reissued, I believe, in Legends series, I don't know, like uh, nine-ish, I would say. Yeah, but I, I think this one just hit differently, especially with the mask. You know, it just, just hit different. Yep, I agree. I like it with the mask. I like it with the rubber jacket, actually, rather than the cloth good yeah. jacket. I did yep. not like it, the cloth good jacket on the re-release. I don't know. Everybody was very hyped up for that cloth goods jacket, but I agree. And you know how much we love, we absolutely love this 2013 style packaging. I mean, this is some of the best packaging, oh, I love the packaging. Mattel has ever produced. You got that awesome photo of the Undertaker right on the, the right-hand oh corner of the packaging. It's just got great color coordination. It's got the little bit of white. It's got the, the oranges in there. It's, oh my God, blacks and reds and oranges. Such a good packaging, such a good figure inside. For that time, for the Series 23, I mean, I was amped up, man. You know, that figure always stuck with me throughout the years. And you know what's fun about it, too, is you get the blending, right? I absolutely love that they went with the cloth good tie on it with the rubber jacket. I always like when Mattel does that, even with the new like Mustafa and Slaughter figure where they have the cloth good jacket with the molded pant detail. I like when they do that with figures. Oh, it tops the figure off. This version is just, woo, you know, exactly. You get that rubber jacket, you get the cloth tie. I mean, it's just, it brings me back to that era I let, I enjoyed so much. And yeah, that, that was definitely my runner up. It was like a no brainer. It's great too. And just mind you, everybody, this was also re-released in that wonky elite flashback oh, wave in the newer style packaging. I believe, I don't know, when was that? That had to be in like 2015 or something. Yeah, like it's got the Undertaker. It's got the classic WWE, you know, E. It's got the WWF logo on the side with the yellow. Yeah, it was definitely, I think, in that like 2015 era. And again, look, we're not perfect here. We, you know, we're just going off the cuff here. But yeah, so you have three releases of this figure. You have, again, the original in 2013, that's Elite Series 23. Then you have this other Elite Series. Again, I forgot what I assume is like 30-something. And then you have the Legends Series 9 of this figure. And Joe, it's a great runner-up figure. The damn thing has been released three times. How couldn't it be in your one of your top? It has to be this one, though. I know. I just uh, I, I have an attachment with this one. Cool. So my runner up, and this is going to be an interesting one because it's a very hard figure to find, number one. And number two, it's a very, very interesting figure in the sense that it is one of his later looks. And I just received it. And you know, I like gimmicks. This is my one of 100 Unmatched Fury Undertaker, oh the glow in the dark version. 
I put this as a runner up because even though it's a one of a hundred for me personally, it's not of an era of the undertaker that I loved of him. You know, like I am an early undertaker guy, you know, I am a big time early undertaker guy. I love old school undertaker. I loved him coming in like a 90, what was it? 90, 90, 91 ish, 91, 92. Yep. You know, yeah, and and you know, coming in Survivor Series, we're we're hitting up Survivor Series soon. I love the glow in the dark version. It does glow in the dark. I have it in my room right here. Last night I came in. I have a King Kong Bundy that glows in the dark. I have this Undertaker, and it just was so fun just walking in, seeing this thing. It's just, <laughs> it's just, a, it's such a fun figure. And the Unmatched Fury series, if oh, it's underrated. Such an underrated series. Now these things hardly move, but the accuracy—they're they're statues, basically. You know, you got statues of these figures. They came with cool bases of the ring, you know, and they they were in an action pose. It's just a great underrated series, and I would have to put that Undertaker as my runner-up, that Jax Unmatched Fury, one of 100. Or you could go with the regular figure, too. Look, it doesn't have to be the one of 100, but I really, really like that figure for Undertaker. Yeah, that's a cool one. That, that's a unique figure, too, man, really unique. What is your top Undertaker figure of all time? You might start laughing. My top Undertaker figure of all time, maybe because it's sentimental, the Jax BCA Series 1 Undertaker. I, I I had to go with it, man. I had to. There is nothing to laugh about. I mean, look at the series two. They did the glow in the dark. The glow in the dark version series two. Talk about glow in the dark. I mean, right there, that's Will's wheelhouse. I had like I had like five of each of these when it came out. Such a great figure, so memorable. What does it for you with that figure? What really really draws you into that figure? It had to be the which we've spoken about before. It had to be the years without getting any wrestling figures, especially WWF wrestling figures. So, you know, the internet wasn't around as much. I didn't have the internet until, pff, I don't even know when it worked, 98, 99. I remember there was a time, you know, I played with the Hasbros for a long time. I dove into the WCW original San Francisco's for that time being, you know, I played with those. But seeing these in the store, man, WWF superstars, I didn't know what was going on. The size was different. They looked different. The first ones I got was The Undertaker and Diesel and getting this Undertaker back then in 96 it was just i was like oh man you know so that's probably why it's my number one of all time that feeling you know that nostalgic feeling i agree when you see that in the stores you have a big name like the undertaker you're a kid especially back then there was there's no internet there was nothing no there there wasn't internet and maybe i had it but it was super super slow or something i remember getting aol like you said in the late 90s just seeing these figures in person it was just an incredible sight yeah so just a memorable figure there absolutely loved that superstar series one figure with the removable hat bone crunching action i mean you can't get anything better than that so joe really quickly i just wanted to give you my oh this is such a tough decision for me to make really as my all-time greatest undertaker figure and it, it it would have to be because of a nostalgic moment like you just said and i had a lot of thought about this and for me personally it had to be the mattel wwe defining moments for undertaker and this figure was incredible the reason why I picked this figure is because of the nostalgic moment, the nostalgic moment of being at my first WWF pay-per-view, Survivor Series 1996. This was Undertaker's return, as you all remember. And again, MSG at the Garden, 
November 17th, 1996. We're coming up to Survivor Series. And after being buried alive, The Undertaker makes his return to face mankind. And being at the event as a kid, Survivor Series 1996, and seeing The Undertaker descend from the rafters with that bat-looking cape. Dude. Oh, my God. Dude, I I have that image in my head right now. Dude, it was ridiculous. So for being a kid live at the event, I had to go with this defining moments for Undertaker figure, just as you did for that nostalgic moment for being you know, a kid, holding it right in your hand, that Jack's BCA Superstar yep. Series 1 figure. I had to go with that Mattel WWE Defining Moments figure. I have that image in my head right now, and that's a sleeper match, dude, because they've had so many matches leading up to that. But if you think about that match, that's the first... It was like a clean tombstone, boom, one, two, three. Dude, yeah. He beats... And, and then... The return. After he's buried, after he's buried alive, alive. I mean... You have the Boiler Room Brawl, SummerSlam 96. They fought a king Mankind of the ring. Mankind gets the victory there because Bearer interferes with the urn. Yeah, they had a ton of matches. It was just amazing. And then it, people don't remember this either. So you have Undertaker coming down from the rafters in his return. And then you have Bearer locked up in the ring there. People don't remember that. They put him in a cage and they, they put him up in top of the ring. Above. above the ring. Yeah. Basically, if he won the match, boom, he's allowed to get to the cage to beat up Bearer, all this stuff. So- it was just funny. And then the funniest thing about this mess, the executioner comes out and interferes. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Bam, bam, bam. Gordy. Bam, bam. You know, and, and so you got this. You talk about buried alive with the BCAs and everything. Does he come out this match? I feel like he doesn't. Does he? He comes out in the buried alive match. Does he come out in this one? No, 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 no. Because he beats him, and then he's going to get to Paul Bear in a cage, and Executioner ah, comes out. Executioner jumps out. So to rescue him. Yeah, yeah. And then and then they face each other at uh, In Your House. Yeah. December. Executioner yeah. taker. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so fun, Joe. Look at that figure, though, man. That figure's hard dude, to find, and dude. the face, and the sculpt, and the, the pant oh detail God. on it. Like I'm looking at it right now. Wow, you talk about a figure you don't see in people's collections. This is it. This is it. This is it, man. You don't see it ever. This no is the, way. this is a sick figure. The funniest thing, oh, I love this figure so much. I had it been on card, I fucking opened it. Could you believe that? <laughs> I love this figure so much. And you know me. I'm hashtag it was the what only the defining moments figure I opened. Oh my god, of all, of all the ones to open. Of all the ones, but you know what? He's gonna be right in the new era display. Yeah, With man, the cape put, put open, he is going to look fucking beautiful. And he's mint. What an era, man. I don't know if it was... Was it Fox? They were showing, like, last year, they were showing, like, old WWF events on Fox Sports 1 or Fox Sports 2, something like that. They were doing them, like, every week for, like, a couple a couple of weeks. And they did Survivor Series 96. And it's such a good event, man. You know, with Sid and Sean and Taker and Mankind. Then you had Brett and uh, Austin. Austin. Oh. Dude, I was, I was sitting back, Rocky Maivia debuts, and I was just like, holy crap. And you know, and you haven't seen it for a while. Yeah, the traditional four-way match I with Rocky Maivia there. Yeah, totally. Dude, I was right there in the guard. I cannot forget it. It's still ingrained in my memory. I was wearing the Survivor Series shirt this past week, and when I saw Sammy Guevara- It was a Karate Fighters, right? Yeah, Karate Fighters Karate Presents. Fighters presents <laughs> fucking Survivor Series at MSG. And you go to Instagram, you could see that's my original shirt 
from that pay-per-view. It's my first pay-per-view ever in the history of me watching pro wrestling. It's just amazing. The other mention I did want to say, it was a very close one just because the classic superstar figure came out before this. Yeah. I also really love the Jack's classic superstar series. I believe it's, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find it here. Classic superstar. I knew it was early on the line. It's the series three classic superstar figure. I want to give it an honorable mention because I think from the time period, that ministry figure kind of made me think of this match. I really like this classic superstars series three figure. Yeah. It was tough between the both of them, but I wanted to pick the defining moments because I'm going to give the nod to Mattel there. That's a great choice, man. I think all four of our picks here, they're just top Undertaker figures, man. Good time to talk about it. Yeah, you got to add them to the collection. Again, like I said, my runner up for the the one of 100 it's difficult to find at a good price right now. I got an incredible. I could put that thing for $700 two weeks ago. Like I got an incredible deal. They're like four grand now, but get the regular release. It's just as good as a figure. I mean, the detail on it is fantastic. The regular release, I think I got for 25 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. At the, at the toy con. Very, very inexpensive. Very great figure. The BCA is a classic. I think, like you said, all these figures we mentioned here are amazing. The honorable mention, you have that awesome, awesome masked Undertaker figure that has been released by Mattel again, three times. So that's our what question of the week. We love, 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 love answering all your questions. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, at SQDCircleFP. Go to the what question of the week post and let us know what question you want us to answer. Maybe we'll pick it. Maybe we'll pick it, Joe. Who knows? Yeah, that sounds good. It could be like, what women in wrestling would you like to? <laughs> or or uh, trying to think. What made you soft when you were eight years old? <laughs> Sherry. Sherry. Sensational Luna, one. Luna too. Luna Vachon. Yeah. Big, big upper portion there. Big, big yeah. upper portion. Yeah. Monster. God. A little soft. It started to move for me. I know. I was like, I was like, Jesus. I went from real soft to a little soft. <laughs> a little softer. I was I was pausing the screen a little bit, if you know what I mean. Holy shit. Holy shit. All right. So don't forget to tune in next week when we answer another what question of the what? week. All right, everybody. Thanks so much again for sticking with us. Thanks so much for your patience here at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. Joe, an incredible first episode. So happy to be back doing this with you, my man. Yeah, man. Same here. We have a lot of great things in store for you for the rest of the year. I mean, geez, we're going to do, obviously, our yearly- Oh, God. It's coming. Oh, my God. The epic best figures of the year YouTube live stream. We're going to do the live stream. We'll do the YouTube live stream again, so stay tuned for that. We're headed into the Survivor Series. We're headed to Halloween, where you know we love to be seasonal here at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast, so check us every week. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. Go over to Podbean, Apple, iTunes, blah, blah, blah. You can download all of our past episodes there. And again, I can't continue to stress this. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, at SQDCircleAFP. And Joe, we haven't said this in a long time, but you know our motto when we finish off this podcast, baby. <laughs> you want me to say it? I think I got to say you it. You got to say it, man. You've been saying it too long. Uh, I know, I know. You've been saying it too long. All right, I'm building it up here. Da -da 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 -da. And remember... The Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast is the gold standard in wrestling figure collecting.